are. Emmeline was pulling apart the willow branches, poking in her perfect, entirely regular nose. Mama wants you. Michael's American friend has arrived early, and she's fussing about the party. Celia looked to the side, so the white and silver of the pond was sharp on her eyes. I'll come in a moment. Now, Mama says. Emmeline kicked at the soil with her boot. Come along. I think I was good to even try to find you back here. It's so dirty. Celia pulled herself out of the willows, ignoring Emmeline's hand. I don't know what Mama is thinking, allowing Michael to invite this Jonathan person. We've quite enough to do with the party and my wedding. None of us cares about your stupid wedding, Celia wanted to say. Not that it would be true. Let them try to mock us now, Rudolf had said, pulling on his beard. My wife was the daughter of Lord Deerhurst, and my daughter is to be Lady Bradshaw. She scraped her boots in the grass and followed her sister up to the house. Emmeline walked ahead, her pale pink skirt snaking after her. She was wearing out her old dresses in preparation for her trousseau. The house beckoned to them, the squat frontage of the servants' hall, the breakfast and dining rooms, and the back of the sitting room, its long, pale windows glinting in the sun, the Hampshire stone flashing coolly behind. In summer, Celia would usually be in the Black Forest, visiting her second cousins, Hilda and Johan. We will make a longer visit next year, Rudolf had said. When the international situation has calmed. She blushed to herself that she had been secretly relieved. From the age of eight, she had spent two weeks there with her siblings, but now they said they were too old for it, and last year Celia had gone alone. They had done the things that would look like fun to anyone seeing them from the outside, fishing for sticks in the river by their house, taking rides with their groom and listening to the gramophone in the parlour. But Johan had been awkward with her, and Hilda had wanted to be alone and not talk. She is just growing, dear, Aunt Lotta had said. She wishes to be quiet, to think. Uncle Heinrich sat her down at the table and talked about the family tree, how Wolfgang de Witt had come from Holland in the 17th century, married Anna and never returned to his home country, ever. Like your father, Celia, he said. Rudolf will never leave England. Then he asked her questions about home, even about Tom, though he had never met him. Now, the sight of Hilda's letters, neatly written on pink-edged paper, illustrated with flowers around the edges, arriving every three weeks or so, made her feel embarrassed for the friendship that they no longer seemed to have, since they were grown. She stuffed them into one of her drawers, guilty also that a cancelled visit meant she could spend the summer months with Tom. That was, if Emmeline would let her escape the discussions about her wedding. Come along, said Emmeline. Why are you always so slow? Mama is waiting. She will be pulling her hair out. Well, not literally, but she says she wants to. Their mother's great pride was her chestnut hair, still as thick as when she was nineteen, Rudolf said. Mama is always worrying about the party. You know her, 
Every year she says she will never be able to get everything done, and every year it's a success. Anyway, what were you doing down there? I was thinking about Princess May, actually. Hmm, if you ask me, she must have felt lucky to marry the king. She was very plain, and her mother had a figure like Mrs. Rolls. I shall see them when Sir Hugh takes me to court and introduces me. I simply don't believe she was the ideal bride. I think it was romantic that he chose her when his brother died, but I still don't see why anyone would want to get married, even to the king. Celia was lying. She'd been thinking of Countess Sophie, the lady-in-waiting, courted by Franz Ferdinand, everybody thinking he wanted to marry one of the princesses of the house. Well, he wouldn't marry you. You always have dirty knees. She was right. Celia did usually have some dust or grime over her dress.